Welcome back to my podcast, y'all. It was a long two weeks of not being able to listen to myself speak and to hear your comment on whatever I record. And I'm kind of sad that I didn't have any inspiration because that is a week that I think I would have enjoyed recording the podcast. For real, for real. Because I needed that. This is kind of like a relaxing hobby for me. And whenever I can take the time to look at something and think through it deeply, it's just 10 out of 10 to me. So I'm so sorry I couldn't do anything. I was just really feeling uninspired and I didn't think it was going to be high quality, top quality content if I just threw something out there even though I knew it wasn't going to be, you know, the best. But while you listen to me this week, I hope that it's just 10 out of 10 that you take this little bit of time that you spend with me to either relax or be productive, whether productive is your relaxing because rest is important. You're eating something or you are getting ready to go somewhere or you're getting something done that you know you have to do for a while that you didn't do. I hope that's something that you can do as you're listening to me because I'm going to be talking for a really, really long time this week. (laughs) Or you can just be, you know, chilling. Either way, I hope you have fun doing it. And I'm so thankful that I can do it with you. And yeah, I can get into the animal crossing part of the podcast because I don't really have all that much to say because I didn't play this week, which was really unfortunate. But I just... Moving into the next couple of weeks, I'm just not full of free time like I used to be. If anything, my free time has become maybe once or one or two days out of the week, and if that, for a couple hours. So I'm trying to maximize everything that I have right now. And yeah, that's about it. I guess I can get into the topic of the day. And that is me playing a game called Unemployed Strangers. I wouldn't even call it a game. It's more of a get-to-know-you cue card conversation in a theater, which I really enjoy because it really helps develop intimacy and ask the hard questions without asking the hard questions. So I like playing it, especially when I'm playing with other people. But today I'm playing by myself because I'm using it as a mid-year thing. I've been feeling a little bit emotionally vulnerable right now. And I'm a little all over the place even though my life is going really well. So I figured this is a perfect time because that's the mid-year funk for me. It happens every year. I've had a fail around the June-July period. So I'm going to go through and follow through with this one. The way the game is played is that it's essentially split up into three rounds. Three stages. Stage one being the stage that you develop perception. So the cue cards are basically formulated to ask questions surrounding how either you view yourself, the person you're playing views you, or the way you think others perceive you. So that's a, that's a cool way to start the game. I think so, at least. And the second stage is connection so these questions are designed to develop a connection or to bridge gaps between people 
or it's a big gap between you and yourself. And the third stage is reflection. And these questions are essentially designed to ask questions that make you look inside of yourself. Which is also like these, the stage three question can get really deep. But I think after playing this game a couple times with different people and with myself, I found that I wouldn't say each question, each level gets harder and harder. It's more so each level has like a specific intensity in its own way. I don't know if I can describe it any better than that. But I'm gonna be taking a couple of cards, a couple of cards from each deck and answering them to myself and answering them honestly in front of you guys and almost embarrassing myself. <laughs> but here we go. So I'm gonna just pull out these cards in front of myself. If I cry, I cry. Don't lie or lie. Depends on you know what you're laughing at. <laughs> I'm making it for like ten cards each level. So level one perception. The first question is asking me, do I remind myself of someone? And I do remind myself of somebody actually. I remind myself of my dad. <laughs> There's some moments where I'm just like, ew, you're so old. But in all reality, I am actually just reflecting on the same things that my dad went through as a young adult, which is why we bond so well. And which is also why I bond so well with my mom because they have complementing personalities. And my mom and I also have complementing personalities. Sometimes we get into our little fights, but the way thing she handles things and the way that I handle things often don't interfere with one another, which causes us to have like almost superior problem-solving skills compared to maybe my brother and my sister that are very like they're almost identical in their handling of certain situations. I wouldn't even say identical. I personally think they have the same type of almost stubbornness that causes them to almost overreact and pit themselves against each other, which is kind of sucky, but I think they're pretty, all, they're all pretty amazing at problem solving. But, yeah. So, question two is make an assumption about me. <laughs> I can't really do that because if anything, I think I know myself best. So how can I assume something about myself? <laughs> Bad question. I didn't really sort through these things. I kind of shuffled the decks and pulled out any cards. And the first thing I noticed about myself, the third question was, what's the first thing you noticed about me? And the first thing I noticed about myself today is that I'm actually really pretty. <laughs> uh, Growing up, I didn't have the best like sense of confidence or self-image simply because when you grow up as like a chubby person, you're always be made aware of your appearance, and I grew up always feeling that there was always going to be somebody prettier than me, even though my parents would consistently tell me that I'm beautiful. When you hear the other voices telling you that there's something wrong with you. It, it can be a little 
this time it rained, so sometimes I have to like actively wake up in the morning and tell myself that I'm beautiful. And, and today, for some reason, my face, aside from like my lashes and my eyebrows, just like my natural face, they're like, you're really pretty. <laughs> it felt nice to feel that. does my phone wallpaper tell me about me so my phone wallpaper is actually just a sukai phone wallpaper of the sukuna the sukuna transition that he has so it says hey do your best man and i like working with this because i'm somebody that needs the reminder to do my best because sometimes i'll just satisfy whatever desire I have with the simplest version of success as possible and sometimes I know that I can do better but I just insist on not doing better because just barely getting it is enough for me <laughs> so I do I have to remind myself to do my best so I can push myself receive better than what I can just initially get initially get that was a mouthful for no good reason <laughs> and the next question is what reality show do you think I'm most likely to binge watch next I can answer this and I can answer it for myself I am most likely to watch on a binge anything by Gordon Ramsay because I like the duality of his personality where even though he seems to be like extremely aggressive and confrontational there's a reason behind it and although I don't like those kind of people in real life because I'm not somebody that is so aggressive or confrontational it lets you know that even though one behavior might even though a behavior might be presented in a certain way, there's always intention behind it. And watching that theme throughout all of his shows is just satisfying. Very satisfying to me. Satisfying. What is that? <laughs> Very satisfying to see for me. So, yeah. I just dropped one of my cards. <laughs> but the next question is, do I seem like a morning person or a night owl? answer this I'm neither because I don't like waking up but I also don't like going to sleep I don't like waking up but I don't like going to sleep so I'm kind of just that person that if I'm in the middle I'm in the middle but I don't even like being awake if I could just sleep for the rest of my life I think I would do that <laughs> and the next question is do you think I was popular in school so I can answer this one for real too. I was not popular in school. I knew a lot of people, but that's just because I knew a lot of people and those people knew other people that knew me. So at that point, I don't think I have popularity. I think that's just being a part of a community, even though I wasn't directly involved with everybody. The next question and the final question that I'm going to do in this 
perception is into my shoes tell me about you okay so my shoe collection is like very very basic but like basic in a weird way I have three pairs of Crocs the most expensive pair of shoes that I own are what are they called I don't even remember but they have like the jelly bottoms Air Max 97s 91s one of those one of the two but they have the jelly bottoms and I've literally worn those shoes once but they're like my favorite pair every time I look at them they're the all black pair they're just so cool to me so I try not to wear that much because I don't want to destroy them but they're amazing I think that I'm proud of that purchase actually anyhow moving on to uh, level two where all the questions are concerned with connecting and the first question says to write the three most important things in life to you and the first most important thing life is in my life right now is my faith and second is my family and the third one is this current connection that I'm dealing with um so with my faith, it's foundational to who I am. That's just what it is. It's my career path. And I don't think a lot of people understand how much religion and faith can actually build somebody's character and help towards our character building by giving a sense of guidance when sometimes it feels like we can't find any. So because of that, it's really important to me because and when all else fails, I always can go back to my faith and it will it will help me figure things out and my family because when it's all said and done if I have a firm foundation within my family that if anything goes wrong I can turn to them so those connections are really important to me so I try to maintain them as best as I can and the last one is the connection that I have right now which very amazing and I really hope that it works out so I'm trying to give her my best by being my best at all times so that means that it can be a lot of prayers but and confronting certain things that I haven't been able to confront as of yet so it's a fun time but I think that's mainly the reason why I'm trying so hard to be the best version of myself because I think he brings out certain things in myself that I haven't seen in a long time. So I have to like make sure that he's getting the best version of me at all times. So, and I have to make sure that nothing that he's doing is going to ruin the progress that I've made so far. By returning me to those creative headaches that I actually had a real big problem with. So. Because making me be better for myself so that's why it's really important to me right now <laughs> um the next question says both players write an embarrassing fun fact about yourselves towards the end of the decision what was your most reveal so i'm playing by myself so i can just tell you an embarrassing fun fact this is not really a fun fact but it's more so embarrassing and it's something that i tell people that i think are really important to me but 
progress. <laughs> Whenever I need to pee, and if I need to pee really, really badly, my teeth hurt. I don't know what it is. I'm not clenching or anything, but my teeth will start hurting. And I tried to talk to my doctor about it, and he said, that's weird. But he didn't look into it. So now it's just something I tell people when I think they need to know it. So that's fun. And the next question says, what is a dream you've let go of? And that's a tough one. <laughs> this is actually something that's going to make me emotional if I have to be honest about it. But I was in a relationship with my best friend a little while ago. About it's a long time ago. I've been out of the relationship longer than I was in it. But... I used to think that that was the person I'd end up in, end up with at the end of the day, and we would be together forever, and it was a dream of mine, because the way we connected in the beginning was really important to me, and I just thought I had met my forever person, but the something that I had to let go of was the romantic aspect of it, because... Not only am I just no longer in that space where I am romantically attracted to him, but I've also realized that like he's not in that space anymore either. And it sucks because so much of our high school years and young, young adult years were spent with each other. And I didn't want to let go of that part of myself. So in order to let go of it, the part of myself in order to let go of the dream I had to let go of that part of myself that saw myself with them forever so now I'm at this point where I'm also significantly happier because I don't have to dwell on the fact that like even if we were to end up together I'd have to sort through a lot that a lot of people don't come back from especially when it comes to romantic relationships because there's a lot of things that went wrong that we I don't think we could have made right that sucks, but anyways, next question <laughs> and the next question says, what are you still trying to prove to yourself? and that is that I am independent <laughs> there are a lot of things in my life showing me that even though I've worked to become more independent than I've ever been before, there's still this large like codependency that I have when it comes to like my parents and my family members that I don't think is always healthy because sometimes it will trickle trickle into my friendships and the other relationships that I have and I some uh, something I have to remember is that not all relationships are secure whether or not it seems like they are to me and it sets me up for a lot of disappointment and I've encountered a lot of disappointment and I don't have the type of heart that can deal with that all the time, so I try not to put myself in those situations, so that codependency is something that I have to constantly be checking and trying to prove to myself that I can get over it, so I'm making the progress to get over it. Has a stranger ever changed your life? Yes, because I didn't know Jesus for that guy, and I Jesus.
What is something you wouldn't want to change about yourself? Something I wouldn't want to change about myself is my general sense of optimism and the joy that I have. That seems to annoy a lot of people. Like, yes, I know it seems fake, but I just genuinely cannot stop smiling. If I stop, I will stop feeling happy because the only time I'm not smiling is when I'm not happy. <laughs> so I'm going to keep smiling and I'm going to keep trying to ex exuberate my joy of every surface and every room in, ev in every room that I'm in. And if it annoys you, maybe you should just be a little bit more joyful and won't annoy you so much. And then the last one is when you're asked how you are you, how often do you answer truthfully? Almost never, which is a bad thing because I don't want to be lying to the important people in my life, but then I lie sometimes. I go through a lot of ups and downs, so even if like I might be fine as soon as the question comes up, the answer will always be I'm not fine because you'll remind me of why I'm not okay. <laughs> then either I answer I'm fine or I tell you the truth and then truth sometimes feels like dumping stuff on people so I just prefer not to do it. Do you have comfort staying in the dark? Through fear of reading. She's so cute she's laying next to me and I'm trying not to crush her but it's she's right there then level three i don't want to answer these ones <laughs> but here we go the first question says admit something uh, uh the first thing that came to mind is probably something i shouldn't share but i'm gonna share it anyways sometimes when i hear my best friend talking about his new romantic relationships I get a little bit like almost it's almost like a hurt feeling or whenever like anybody in my past romantically talks about like their new relationships even though I want to be happy for them in the first initial moments and I am happy for them in the grand scheme of things the first thing that comes to my head is like why couldn't you do that for me? And it's something that I actively tried to work through. But then what happens is that, or what happened is that I've realized that different spaces cause for different reactions and different actions. And sometimes when somebody's in a certain space you're the person that encounters them first and they just don't have what it, the equipment to deal with you and they don't have the equipment to deal with themselves so timing is everything and sometimes it's wrong timing with you and you're just not the right person for them but i've come to terms with that <laughs> so that 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 kind of makes me feel better about it like they're just not equipped to provide the same type same quality of relationship that they had with me with that person you know and if somebody else gets better that means they're growing and improving as a person so i can't complain about that 
that's just, that's what I want for everybody in my life. If you walk in, you make a mess, and then you walk out, I hope you learn that if you're going to make a mess, clean it up the next time you go to somebody else's house. And they usually do, so I'm very thankful for that. But then I also realize that the person that I have in my life right now is significantly better than a lot of relationships I've been in. And after setting up a certain pattern that I've been in bad relationships because of my lack of boundaries and certain issues like that, um, realizing that some of the mess that I've been through in other relationships were not only just like self-provoked, but they were issues that the person that I was in a relationship had to deal with. And to know that somebody's coming to me with like a fresh slate and brushing, putting everything aside just to handle me and me and my fullness and making the decision to treat me as if they don't have to make an effort to love me and just love me through it. That's something that that's like changed my perspective on relationships. I used to run from like the thought of catching feelings for somebody. And this one, if he wanted a baby yesterday, I'd give him, give it to him two weeks ago. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Because if I kiss him, I'll probably cry and I don't want to cry. Uh, what do I think my superpower is? I think my superpower is my ability to just engage in conversation with anybody because I didn't realize how difficult it was to talk to people until I actually try to start talking to people but you just you just have to start anywhere and sometimes those conversation starters are really awkward so I just started to threaten to bite people and <laughs> usually gets a giggle and once you can make somebody laugh and they feel a little bit like weird about it it's the usual it's how I get into that space where you can make people smile because all you have to do is make somebody smile and there's a conversation <laughs> um, what do I admire most about myself oh <sighs> lately it's been my relentlessness apparently because I just can't stop won't stop it's getting to be a problem because I don't know when to turn off but I know there's a lot of people that give up really easily and to know that my resilience has caused a relentlessness that cannot be contained <laughs> it's pretty cool it's pretty cool wouldn't trade it for the world. Just need to learn how to handle it. The next question is these are questions I have asked other people, but what would be the perfect gift for me? I'm gonna tell you straight up, find me a squishmallow or a cross, preferably leopard print, anything, and I'll love you forever. That's all. <laughs> And what most about myself did I surprise myself with? And that is my capacity for anger. I didn't realize how much I can actually hold and blow up 
with until um, the last couple of like weeks. I've been very snappy, and just the smallest things can trigger the biggest reactions for me. And it's something that I'm trying to like work through. I say that a lot because I'm trying to work through a lot of things. But that snappiness, it's something that I've grown to resent because I don't like being like that. And it reminds me of just somebody that I don't appreciate. And I don't think they added any value to my life. And I don't want to be in that state of mind or handle people in that way. So I'm working on that. And the last question that I think I need to answer is what would make me feel closer to me? And I just think I need to spend some more time with myself, really. I've been spending a lot of time with other people, but it's also what I needed. I needed to socialize, I needed to be in other people's faces, and I didn't realize that as much as I can give and take in those scenarios, I need to give and take for myself. So I'm going to get back into doing that. So hopefully this week will be self-care oriented and I won't be so on the go all the time, even though I am significantly busier nowadays. But that's all the questions I have for today, for myself at least. So moving into the final episode next week, I think it's important to talk about how I'm going to be playing this game with one of the the people that I've met in the last year that I think is super cool, but we don't really know each other like that, but we are work friends, so I'm happy to announce that I'm inviting Marushka to play if we're not really strangers with me, and I'm hoping it'll be a lot more one to play <laughs> with somebody else because I like playing this game with other people. It's a little awkward when you're by yourself and you're talking into a microphone, not even gonna lie. But as we close off this episode, we should talk about the song of the week and that is Prom by SZA. It's one of my favorites. I've been listening to that song since grade seven and it's a banger. I listen to it whenever I feel like I need a reminder that even though I'm gr- like even though I feel like I'm grown and I'm changing so m- I've changed so much I'm still in the process of changing and growing and it's going to be a cl- long ride and that song captures that emotion for me so I hope that your week is super productive and that you just take the time to honor yourself and I hope you know that I love you and you're very loved. Yeah, I don't really have much to say. I'm kind of emotional right now. I think I need to go do some reflection. But either way, I love you. See you next week. Good night. Or good afternoon, good morning even, depending on when you're listening to me. I keep forgetting that everybody listens to this at a different time. But either way... I hope your week is amazing and I love you. Okay, bye now. (laughs) Did I stop recording or? Oh, no, I did not.
Anyways, good night.